Hello, ciao, buongiorno to my Simply Impeccable listeners. I am back from a two-week amazing adventure, a magical adventure to the beautiful country of Italy with my family. And I'm returning so grateful and so humble. And I did a lot of reflecting. And I just feel like this trip was so meaningful and powerful. And I said to my husband, God's timing is so perfect. We were supposed to go to Italy in 2020. And my daughter would have been seven years old and my son would have been four. And my son was still like napping at four years old. Like he still needed a nap. (laughs) So I just think about my, my children playing with their Italian cousins on this trip. It would have been so different if they were little. Their enjoyment, their seeing this, this adventure through their eyes at 10 and seven years old was just magical. And I don't think we would have gotten that at four and seven. So lots of good conversation about how this was perfect timing. And it was just so beautiful. And there was some 50-50 moments, good and bad, but truly the ratio was more like 80-20 because although there were a couple of circumstances less than desirable with travel and driving these crazy cliffs where I was literally clenching my butt cheeks for a good like 40 minutes because it was like, whoa, like just looking down. So a little coaching my brain in those moments. Aside from some of those things, we just had such a great time. We were able to roll with the punches. My kids were able to roll with the punches. I think the first day that we were really there, because we started off in Rome and we were doing a lot of sightseeing, I think we walked like 10 miles. The second day, like seven miles, we saw the Colosseum and the Vatican and the kids loved it. And maybe they were a little incentivized by the gelatos, the two gelatos per day. (laughs) But they took it all in. We did a cooking class and my daughter wrote my husband a note thanking him for that. And my daughter's so funny because she sometimes wears her heart on her sleeve. So you know what she's thinking. But in moments where she's enjoying an experience, she has this like resting bitch face for lack of a better phrase. So I didn't really think she loved the cooking class that much, but she wrote my husband this beautiful note. It was just so cute. So we just really had such an amazing experience. And um, once we left Rome, we headed down to the Amalfi Coast, which again was beautiful and The cliffs were a little frightening at some (laughs) moments, but again, I was coaching my brain. And I mean, our our Airbnb, our balcony overlooked the Mediterranean. It was just breathtaking, beyond breathtaking. And it allowed for a lot of time for me to reflect. So not only did we kind of reflect on God's timing and just, you know, reflecting on the decision to go on this trip and the, the, the reflection just as far as you know, like, what is this life truly all about? There was a lot of moments where I was able to really go deep. And I felt like I was able to go even deeper in terms of just kind of finding that inner voice and that like presence. When we were in the town that my husband spent most of his summers in, his family would ship him off to Italy because he had family over there, his aunt and his cousins, and he learned the language, he got really close with them. And it was just so amazing to be in their small town and it was surrounded by these beautiful, beautiful mountains. I mean, breathtaking. Like we went to one of the the little boys soccer practices and the whole soccer field was surrounded by these mountains. I, like I couldn't even watch them play because I'm just staring at these, these 
overly impressive grand mountains right in front of my face. <laughs> um, so we spent a lot of time in this very modest town with his family who they just love big and they, they don't have much to give, but they do. They, they go above and beyond to pour into you and, Oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And my kids couldn't obviously speak the language with their cousins who are, were similar in age ages, but they the kids played so amazing together. Like the bear the language barrier didn't even m- mean anything because it they just had such a great time with their cousins. In fact, what, they were like crying when they had to leave. My my children are so upset to be back. Um they really are but I'm, I will say that as much as it was an amazing adventure, I am so happy to be back serving my clients. And that's just such a beautiful place to reflect because how many people can say that they're not experiencing the Sunday scaries or that the, the post-vacation scaries after a, a trip like that? Like I was, I'm like, I'm ready to get back at it as much as I would love to have even stayed there longer. But we are back and I was doing a lot of reflecting, like I said, and um, I was looking at these mountains. We drove to the top of, I wouldn't say, call it a summit, but we drove to the top of one of the mountains where you're able to look over the small town, Bragian in, in Italy, and you're able to see all of the other mountains from this view, right? So I'm looking at these mountains and I'm looking at the, all the characteristics of these mountains and I'm looking at all the, the variations of colors and you can see the olive trees that have, it's almost like when you off in a distance, they look a little bit more gray. They actually are a little bit more gray close up, um, just given the leaf, like the, the one side is a little bit more green and the other side is lighter. Um, so off in the distance, I'm looking at these mountains and I'm, wa- I'm looking at these two mountains that meet in the middle. And I don't know what the geographical term is, but there's this like line that goes through it, right? I think that's usually a place where there's some water when two mountains kind of come together. So I'm assuming that's what it was, but you can't really tell off in the distance. And um, I was thinking about all of the mountains in my life, all of the mountains that we face. And I'm looking at these mountains and they're huge and so grand and so solid and so like immovable, right? I, I don't even, is that a word? Um, I'm, wat- I'm looking at them and I'm just in awe. I'm just in total awe of these mountains, like just am- amazing and, and grand and oh my gosh, just incredible to see really because we don't see this in the state of Massachusetts we really don't see this in our country I think you know we've been to California and it's it reminds me of Italy now that I've been able to experience the two but I'm standing there and I'm thinking about again all the mountains in my life and there's scripture about how God can move mountains and I'm looking at these mountains and I'm thinking about how God can move mountains. And I'm thinking about the mountains in my life that God has moved. When I was dating and I was almost at a point where I was exhausted from the experience of dating people, like, (laughs) and I just finally surrendered to it. And I found Andre and searching for a job, right? All these moments in our life that feel like 
you're at a standstill. That's like, those are the moments that feel like you're up against a mountain. Like, what is next? What, where do I have to move? Like, what do I have to climb over? Like, where is it all going to show up? My parents, they're, they're fighting all of it. My sister and her addiction. These are all of the mountains that I have faced in my life. Just like I know you have faced so many mountains. And in our humanness, when these mountains show up in our life, when these standstills show up in our life, our life, when these crazy huge obstacles show up for us, we want to control the mountain. We want to try to climb over it. We want to find a way to change the mountain, the terrain, so that you can like more easily navigate through and get to the other side or get to the destination or get, get to the peak. When really all we need to do is surrender. I was thinking about all of the mountains in my life and the way that they've moved. It wasn't in my own strength. It wasn't trying to climb to the top of the peak. It wasn't trying to use all my resources and all my strength and all my, um, or even with all my energy. All I needed to truly do when these mountains showed up, the mountain of, you know, when am I going to find the man of my dreams? The mountain of when is my, this, this, when are, when are my parents ever going to stop this crazy fighting? When is my sister, this mountain of my sister in addiction, this mountain of, you know, being that in that in-between space of, you know, graduating from my master's program and not having a job yet, the, the job that I truly wanted, um, And it's crazy because really, when I think back to these moments where these mountains showed up in my life, it wasn't about trying to control the mountain. It wasn't trying to engage in all the behaviors, the the perfecting behaviors, the, the, the avoiding behaviors, the procrastinating behaviors, the justifying behaviors, all the safe behaviors that would have kept us in a controlling place. It was about surrendering. And I think the word surrender can get misconstrued because it's not about throwing up your hands and saying forget it like I don't even care if this mountain moves <laughs> it's about letting go it's about finding this incredible trust it is truly in those moments where those mountains have showed up and I just anchored myself in trust when I just surrendered to all of it the mountains moved the mountains truly moved. When I was in that in-between stuck place with my first job, it was like heaven and earth was moved. It was like, yeah, God just moved all of these mountains out of my way to get me the job that I truly wanted. Andre, like who would, I would, I could have never imagined that a month after I fully surrendered, after I was like just in so much trust that he would show up. My parents, my dad suddenly died and the the chaos ended. I didn't have to control that anymore. God took care of it. Did I want to lose my dad? No. (laughs) But the chaos stopped. The mountain was moved. My sister, her addiction There is nothing that I could do to control that. I was up against a huge mountain. And I surrendered. I trusted. And I did the next best thing. 
I was giving, I was serving, I was showing up fully. I was coaching my brain, I was praying. I was walking along the most impeccable path that I could, even before it, so it went, before I met Andre, for example, my husband. I fully surrendered. I said, God, I don't care if I'm 40, 50 years old, I will be single until I find someone who loves and adores me. And I was working out and I was taking care of myself and I was going out and laughing and having a good time with my friends, clean, good fun. I was just enjoying each and every moment. I would go to my parents' house and just hang out on a Saturday night. I was just doing the next best thing, walking along the most impeccable path that I could and the mountains moved. When I was up against the mountain of my job, I just, I was substituting. I was showing up to sports games at the school that I really wanted to work at. I was just showing up 100%, not even knowing that I was going to get the job, just showing up for it, walking in that faith and trust. My, my, my sister, every day I would just pray and let go. And, it, and the mountains moved. So I want you to think about that. I want you to think about surrendering and doing the next best thing when you come up against the mountain. You don't have to climb to the top of the peak. You don't have to find a way around the rough terrain. You just have to let go and walk in trust and take the next best step that you can. When you think about doing this, it's, it's the ultimate practice in patience. It's the ultimate practice in showing up consistently, showing up fully, even when you don't see the results, even when you don't see that mountain that has been moved. It's the ultimate practice in slowing down taking a break to restore, to reflect, right? And it's enjoying the small things. It's taking that one step, that one, putting that one foot in front of the next along the impeccable path. How beautiful is that? A surrendering to the big mountains to walk in that trust and that faith and, and just keep doing the next best thing. It's a practice in, in giving up the control. Because not everything is going to be in your control. And not every mountain means that you have to climb to the peak. Not every mountain means that you have to try to find a way to move it out of the way. I would argue that 99% of the time, it is truly about surrendering when you're up against the mountain. So if you are up against a mountain right now and you could use a coached brain and you could use that feeling place of crazy, amazing trust. If you could use that support in finding those action steps that allow you to show up fully and take the next best step, I encourage you to check out the Simply Impeccable Coaching School because there is 12 months of beautiful coaching work that is going to truly renew and transform your life and allow you to walk in that crazy faith that no joke moves the greatest, grandest, <laughs> most highest mountains that you could even imagine. So think about joining today and thank you all for listening. See you next time.